Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there in basketball world? Well, I hope you're doing good because I sure am. And I'm ready and raring to go with episode 98, people. Episode 98, two from that big one, baby. Two from that big one, and we're going to keep it going and keep it moving here at All Things Basketball Podcast like we always do, you know. And so we're going to get into episode 98, and the name of episode 98 is Transform. The name of episode 98, people, Transform. But before we get into episode 98, you know what we got to do, people. We got to pay them bills. And when we start to pay them bills, we got to tap in. So tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. Let's get into this wonderful episode 98, man. Transform. Well, we're going to start off with the second half of the NBA, man. It's going to be a very exciting second half. A very exciting second half. There's a lot of front runners and there's a lot of sleepers. All right? Some of the big big players that's in, in play to hoist that trophy. We got Boston. We got those defending champions, Toronto Raptors. We got the Miami Heat. We got both L.A. teams, of course, the Lakers and the Clippers. We got Denver in there. We got Utah, all right? And then there's some sleepers. We got Portland as a sleeper, all right? And so, you know, there's some teams out there that's ready and raring to go, man. There's some teams ready and raring to go. We can't forget the Milwaukee Bucks. They're not a sleeper. But, you know, I don't think they have enough, but you never know. Once the playoffs start, hey, everybody's got a chance. Once the playoffs start, Everybody's got a chance, and Milwaukee's got that bad man, Giannis Antetokounmpo, so you can't rule him out. And so the second half is going to be very, very surprising and very, you know, you also got the Houston Rockets. Don't rule them out. They haven't been playing that well, but really don't rule them out either on hoisting that trophy. So you got a lot of teams in play. You got a whole lot of teams in play. And the second half should be just as interesting as the first half, if not even more. I actually think the second half is going to be a whole lot more interesting because now it counts. Well, the first half counted too, but I mean the second half is really when the teams put their um, foot on the gas and push forward to see who's really going to hoist that trophy. The maximum effort has to be put forth in that second half to really see who's going to hoist that trophy. But those are the players that's in motion right now. Um, I'm, I don't think I forgot anybody. I mean, I did mention the Utah Jazz. If I didn't, they're still in the mix. They're strong, solid, and very deep also. So if I didn't mention the Utah Jazz as one of the teams that's in play, I'm mentioning them now. I tell you. So it's going to be a very exciting second half moving forward, people, and you got to stay tuned to that NBA. You really got to stay tuned to that NBA because All-Star Weekend is past us, and now it's grind time, as they say. 
It's grind time, and you know that's our motto here at All Things Basketball Podcast. It's grind time. All right. MVP, I tell you, it's too close to call, man. The MVP is too close to call. It really is. My front runners are Giannis, Attentacupo, and Anthony Davis at this point. I think it's a two-horse race with Kawhi Leonard on the wing. You never know. Kawhi might might pick it up. Now, of course, the Clippers have him on the time management. That's the only reason why I don't put him as a three-horse race, because there will be games that Kawhi will miss. I don't think Kawhi is that interested in the league MVP. I think Kawhi is more interested in championships, as well he should be. But uh, that's the only reason why it's not a three-horse race. It's only a two-horse race between Giannis and AD. A lot of people are telling me, hey, Coach Luke, what about um, what about James Harden, the beard? Well, James Harden is playing very well. He's, he's, the, he's averaging 35 a game, the leading scorer in the league, but the team's not playing well. And so, so that has a big part to play with who's going to be the MVP. Now, once again, like I just said, Houston will be in play, but they have to play a whole lot better in the second half as opposed to the way that they played in the first half. And you never know. If they start playing a whole lot better, James Harden could be in there and we'll make it a four-man race. All right? I don't believe what was going on earlier is still going on. I don't think Luka Doncic is in that mix for the MVP. Again, the Dallas Mavericks could surge, and he'll jump right back in play, just like the Houston Rockets could surge, and James Harden will jump back into play. But I'm kind of looking at Giannis, and I'm also looking at AD. And you can never forget King James. He might slide into the mix and snatch it from everybody because he has the ability to do so. And so, but right now, uh, you know, you ask me who, you know, who's those front runners for the MVP? I say it's a, more of a two horse race. Only because Kawhi Leonard is on time management and the two horse race is Anthony Davis and Giannis Antetokounmpo. I see one of those guys pulling down that MVP trophy if things keep going the way that they're going. All right. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, we mentioned those Houston Rockets a few times. And coming out of that Houston building, man, the Rockets are looking to surge in the second half of the season. The Rockets are really looking to surge in the second half of the season. And let's face it, they got all of the ability to do so. They really have all the ability to do so. They have shooters. They have rebounding. They have defense. There's nothing that the Houston Rockets don't have. And for that reason, I've continuously said all season long, Mike D'Antoni's job is on the line. I really believe if the Houston Rockets don't at least get to the Western Conference Finals, 
his reign in Houston as the head coach will be over. All right, because the move to get Russell Westbrook was to solidify the Houston Rockets as a championship contender. And the only way they can be a championship contender is contend in, in the Western Conference Finals. They have to get to the Western Conference Finals, or I personally believe that Mike D'Antoni's time will be up in Houston. But getting back to the team itself, the Houston Rockets will look to surge hard in the second half. And again, like I just said, they have all the ability to do so. They really do. They just haven't put it together yet. They really haven't put it together yet. And you got to remember, a lot of, there's quite a few new pieces in the building. And what happens is, is when you have two superstars like James Harden and Russell Westbrook, it takes a while to really come together. It takes a while to really come together. Now, a lot of people seem to tell me, hey, these are two superstars and two former MVPs that have played together since they was nine years old. Well, guess what? They haven't played together in eight years. That takes a lot away from the familiarity between the two players. you got to understand that takes a lot from the familiar familiarity of the two players. I'm getting a little tongue-tied, but you know what I mean. They're not as familiar as they should be, uh, and they're not on the same page the way they have to be to win a championship right now. Now, will they get there? They have a strong chance. And that's why I said you can't rule out the Houston Rockets. You really can't. Because if those two gentlemen get to clicking, and P.J. Tucker and uh, Eric Gordon and, you know, Austin Rivers and the rest of the clan joins in, they've got a shot. They've really got a shot to do some big, big things. And so don't rule out the Houston Rockets. They're looking to surge in the second half. Denver, man. The Denver Nuggets out of that Denver building. The Denver Nuggets are quietly in the second position. They're about two games ahead of the Clippers. The Clippers are in the third position. All right? Watch Denver because Denver hasn't wavered, man. They're right there in the second spot behind the L.A. Lakers, okay? And so a lot of people keep talking about both the L.A. teams, but you know there's two teams that I keep talking about that both those L.A. teams need to look out for. One is Denver. And the other one is Utah. And, of course, we're talking about the Houston Rockets can beat anybody if Russell Westbrook and James Harden put it together. And so there's three teams that you really have to look out for if you're in that L.A. building, all right? Because a lot of people have the Lakers or the Clippers uh, representing the West, the conference. I tell you, it's not going to be easy. It is not going to be easy for either one of those teams to represent the Western Conference. The Western Conference is loaded, man. That Western Conference is loaded, and you're going to have to be careful of those teams on the side. Like I said, Utah, Houston, and Denver. But getting back to Denver, they're steady. Right now, the Denver Nuggets are steady, and they're about nine or ten players deep. Michael Porter Jr. is balling. No one, no one saw 
Michael Porter Jr. really doing what he's doing. And he's definitely a, a step up for the off the bench for the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets are for real, and everybody has to pay attention to them. Well, tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me, and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. We got that AAU profile, baby. We got that AAU profile. Well, coming out of Fairfax, Virginia, we got a young, talented man out of Fairfax, Virginia. His name is Jeremy Roach, 6'2 guard. All right, 6'2 guard, phenomenal player, man. He's a phenomenal player, excellent player out of Paul Six Catholic High School. He's out of Fairfax, Virginia, and he attends Paul Six Catholic High School. Excellent guard, man. Speed off the chain. Go to the hole as fearless as anybody. He kind of puts me in the mind of a young Allen Iverson. Now, I don't like to make comparisons. I'll just say his game looks like Allen Iverson. The way he attacks the basket, he's not that big, but he'll go up against those giants and make things happen. And so his game is kind of patterned behind Allen Iverson. Am I comparing him to the answer? No. The answer's a Hall of Famer. But I tell you, Jeremy Roach is a baller, man. He's a baller. And his AAU outfit is Team Takeover. His AAU outfit Team Takeover. Phenomenal player, Jeremy Roach out of Fairfax, Virginia. And that's our AAU profile for this Wednesday show. All right. Well, coming out of that New York building, man, and I know what you people about to say. There you go, Coach Luke, with those New York Knicks. But the New York Knicks are quietly looking effective in this year's draft and next year's draft. They've got a combined eight draft picks, five number one draft picks, all right, first rounders, I mean, and three high second rounders. And they've been making these moves the last two years, trading players for draft picks. And that's the way to go. Build it within. Now, you know, this year and next year, you got a heavy crop of great players coming out. You got a great crop of young players, talented players coming out, and you'll be able to grab a few of them. I tell you what, you got a lot of great players this year. And of course, next year you have some stellar players coming up. So the Knicks are going to be in a good position in the next two seasons. They just have to draft wisely. They really have to draft wisely. And they already have a young nucleus. And so you could build on the young nucleus with R.J. Barrett and Mitchell Robinson. You know, you already got Kevin Knox in the building. Even though they're talking about trading Kevin Knox, I wouldn't do it. I would add three or four more young guys and build in the draft. That's what I would do. And so the New York Knicks are on the right track. They're going to build from within. Stop looking at free agents. A lot of free agents do not want to come 
and play for our owner, James Dolan. That's a fact. And so what you have to do is build through the draft and get a winner. Once you get a winner, that's when the free agents will come flying through the door. You have to get a winner before free agents fly through the door, and the Knicks are doing all of the right things right now with these draft picks. Like I said, they have five number one draft picks from from this year and next year, and three high-level number two draft picks. And so they can do a lot of damage with these draft picks, as long as they don't trade them away. You know, sometimes those Knicks get on my nerves, the moves that they make in that front office, all right? And it wouldn't hurt if Messiah Ujiri would come out, come over here and help us out with those draft picks from Toronto. That would be the best move of all. But the Knicks are on the right track, people. You just got to give them a little bit of time between this season and next season They're looking good as far as draft picks are concerned. All right. Well, people, we've reached the point in the show that we always reach. All right. If you want to be a sponsor to the show, All Things Basketball Podcast, or you want your ads to your company to be on the show, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and leave a message, or hit me up on my Facebook feed at All Things Basketball Podcast. Hit the email button and leave your information. If you want to be a sponsor to the show or you want your ads to the company, to your company, excuse me, to be on the show, those are the two things that you have to do. Thank you very, very much. All right. WNBA, man. You know I love me some WNBA. Well, coming out of the WNBA, the great, great commissioner, Kathy Engelberg, has set up a media blitz to talk about the new collective bargaining agreement. All right, now the the agreement was signed maybe three weeks ago. I think they were waiting for it to be signed. Of course, we mentioned it here at All Things Basketball Podcast, and this agreement is finally signed. All kind of perks up and down for the women. And, of course, the average salary is close to a half a million, maybe a little less. You might make probably, if you're an average player, you might make close to $400,000. That's enough for you not to fly overseas during a, a winter and, and play in another league. You could focus on getting your skills ready for the next WNBA season. You don't have to do dual leagues, ladies. And so now it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And like I said, Kathy Engelberg is set up a media blitz with all of the superstars in the WNBA in attendance as well, and and she's talking about all of the situations and things that involve this new collective and bargaining agreement. It's a phenomenal time to be in the space of WNBA players because now they will get very, very fairly compensated for their hard work on the basketball court, and it's well overdue. It's well overdue that the women finally get their money. Wonderful, wonderful job, WNBA. Wonderful job, Kathy Engelbert. And so that's what's going on. There's going to be a big media blitz in three different cities with Kathy Engelbert, the commissioner of the WNBA, talking about the particulars of the new collective bargaining agreement. Wonderful job, ladies. Wonderful. Well, the title of the show, people. 
Transformation. The title of the show, Transformation. Well, as you know, Dwight Howard has transformed, man. And it was wonderful to see him all smiles in the dunk contest this past weekend. He even put on the cape and did a little bit of his Superman rendition with Shaquille O'Neal standing there. (laughs) I tell you, and when he took the S off his chest, he had the number 24 for Kobe Bean Bryant. Wonderful job. Dwight Howard has really lent himself to the league. He's he's not been so um, cocky. He has really been uh, stellar, quiet. Well, he said when he get, went back to L.A. that he was going to change his fortunes, and I really believe Dwight Howard has done just that. He's really transformed and changed his fortunes, and he's playing very, very well for the defending um, the Western Conference leaders, excuse me, L.A. Lakers. He's really a big part of what the Lakers are doing, and he's quietly doing it. He's not in the media. Dwight Howard is not in the media. He is quietly doing what he's doing, and he's performing. And like Coach Luke said, it was wonderful to see him in the dunk contest. I don't know how long it's been since he was in the dunk contest, but it was great to see the OG out there with the young boys. Now, did he win? No, he didn't win. He didn't win, but he was right there with the young boys, giving his all and playing and dunking the basketball at a very high level. And I love to see it, man. It's never over. You can always reinvent yourself. And that's what Dwight Howard did. He reinvented himself, and he's lending himself to the game of basketball in the twilight of his career. And it's a beautiful thing to see when a man like Dwight Howard, who's had a lot of ups and downs during his career, can stay on a smooth level right now and perform at a very, very high level. Once again, people, tap in, baby. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. All right. Well, Mark Cuban summons Dirk Nowitzki to talk to the troops in the MAV building. All right? He, I guess Dirk is, is the spokesman the way he always has been. And he's talking to Luka Doncic, Christopher Singus, Tim Hardaway, letting them know, hey, rally the troops. We've got to have a strong push leading into the playoffs. Now, Dallas, if the, if the season stopped right now, they would be in the playoffs. But it never hurts when a legend and a, a future Hall of Famer like Dirk Nowitzki sits down and talks to you and charges you up. It could never hurt a young team when a guy like Dirk Nowitzki or any veteran Hall of Famer uh, comes in the building and lets you know, hey, it's time to pick it up. Let's put some pep in our step and let's start performing at a high, high level like I know you can. 
And so he's just rallying the troops. I think Mark Cuban is sitting back and saying, hey, these young guys need a push. Let me bring Dirk in. And so Dirk could talk to these guys and get them going on the right track. If the playoffs started now, Dallas would be in. I just think they want to move up the ladder a little bit. And there ain't nothing wrong with a team moving up the ladder. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal thing. Dirk Nowitzki is phenomenal, man. And he will be enshrined very soon, either next year or the year after. You better believe Dirk Nowitzki is a Hall of Famer. And so that's what's happening out that Dallas building. Dirk Nowitzki rallying the troops, man, rallying the young troops. Well, it's been a ball, people. It's been a ball. Episode 98, Transform. All right. I'd like to thank everybody that downloads, shares, likes. I'd like to thank everybody that hits me up on Instagram with your, with your crying messages. Everybody that hits me up on Facebook. I really appreciate it. I love it. I love the support. I'd like to thank my staff. Again, I got the best media staff in the business here at All Things Basketball Podcast and I'm continue to do a strong job. And again, we're only two from that big milestone, 100. So I'll see you Monday, 7 p.m. sharp. Good night. God bless.